Greetings. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. My name is Father John, and I want to welcome you to this podcast, which is simply a daily boost to set your heart on the path of love for God and love for one another. We spend time in prayer, hear a scripture passage, and then I will share a brief reflection to lift our spirits and discover, perhaps, an idea, a thought, that challenges and assists you towards spiritual growth and a strong dynamic conviction to accept and follow Jesus. These reflections are not meant to be scholarly, but rather a spark of love and light for the journey. And now my friends, close your eyes and open your hearts. Our prayer is from Jeremiah. The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant isles and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd, his flock. The Lord will ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings. The grain, the wine, and the oil, the sheep, and the oxen. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. Our reading today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verse 45 to 56. Many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what Jesus had done began to believe in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and said, What are we going to do? This man is performing many signs. If we leave him alone, all will believe in him. And the Romans will come and take away both our land and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing, nor do you consider that it is better for you that one man should die instead of the people, so that the whole nation may not perish. He did not say this on his own. But since he was high priest for that year, He prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not only for the nation, but also to gather into one the dispersed children of God. So from that day on, they planned to kill him. So Jesus no longer walked about in public among the Jews, but he left for the region near the desert to a town called Ephraim. And there he remained with his disciples. Now the Passover the Jews was near, And many went up from the country to Jerusalem before Passover to purify themselves. They looked for Jesus and said to one another, as they were in the temple area, What do you think? That he will not come to the feast? It was a most magnificent moment when Jesus called Lazarus from the tomb to hear those most powerful words, Come out! People saw what happened. 
And we hear many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. You would think they would all come to believe in him, but no, there were some who were concerned. So they went to the scribes and Pharisees. The scribes and Pharisees got themselves all worked up. The Romans will come and take away both our land and our nation. This guy is going to take away our jobs. Everything we work so hard for, we are ruined. The ones who came to believe were amazed and chose wisely, but the others could not see Jesus because they saw themselves and not him. They saw him as a threat. Even today, my friends, some come to see Jesus and they believe their lives are changed, but others to this day are threatened by him. You know, there's something that has been in my mind and heart lately. I have been spending time in prayer for the 10 people who died in Boulder, Colorado. A man carrying a Ruger AR-556 walks into a store and starts killing. There was a person who said to me, well, here we go again. You probably want stricter gun laws. I know how it goes. And I am reminded, it is not the guns. It is not the guns. I hear that so often. My friends, I'm, I'm not starting a debate here, nor am I interested in taking sides. All I know is people are dead and I am grieving. The reason I bring this up is because there are those who cannot see what happened. Husbands, wives, children lost their lives. But the concern is they're going to lose their guns. Jesus brought forth Lazarus from the dead, and some only were concerned about their own life and their own nation and their own routine and did not recognize the power of Jesus at work and the life Jesus brings. They were wrapped up in their own pride. He raised Lazarus from the dead. And our own issues can blind us from seeing Jesus. Our own issues can blind us from recognizing life, life from womb to tomb and the sacredness of all life. You know, here comes Caiaphas, the high priest, and he addresses the Sanhedrin. You know nothing nor do you consider that it is better for you that one man should die instead of the people so that the whole nation may not perish. Our reading today tells us that Caiaphas did not say this on his own, but since he was high priest for that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not only for the nation, but also to gather into one the dispersed children of God. Jesus will die for the nation and for all people that they may see clearly and be freed 
from all their sins. Jesus comes to lay down his life for the many and saves us in order to fulfill his Father's will and mission. So now, my friends, it is getting serious. Jesus must die to stop what Christ was doing. He was performing many signs, and these signs were changing lives. Jesus must die to prevent people from believing in Christ. We hear, if we leave him alone, all will believe in him. Can you just imagine if more people come to accept Jesus? Jesus must die to save Israel from being destroyed. And the Romans will come and take away both our land and our nation. My things, my gadgets, my belongings, mine, 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 mine might be destroyed. My comforts are taken away. These excuses give the Sanhedrin the green light for killing an innocent man. It is a sacrifice we are willing to make for the greater good. The Sanhedrin now are feeling guilty-free to make the decision to send Jesus to his death. He must die. This, my friends, brings us to Holy Week. It is our high holy days, our high sacred days. This week can change your life. This week, I'm asking all of us, to focus on Jesus. If you have not been able to pray, fast, and give alms, it's never too late. Please do it this week. Stop everything you are doing. Stop business as usual and make time for this most magnificent week. Have a great day, my friends. Be sure of my prayers.